Hi guys, we're back again with another episode. We are on episode 16. I had to have a wee look there to see what episode I was on. Um, yeah, 16 episodes of me talking all sorts of shit. <laughs> no, no, we're on episode 16. They've been quite well received, most of the episodes. Um, getting quite good downloads. I think we were over over 500 listens, I think we were at the last time I had checked, um, which is pretty cool, which is pretty cool, we had a couple of weeks where we didn't really record much, um, just with everything that was going on in lockdown and stuff like that, so, you know, it kind of knocked everyone for six a wee bit, or I think it has knocked everyone for six a wee bit, um, and with, uh, with Nicola's tweet, on Monday, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, um, I think that got everyone a little bit excited in the fitness industry, um, and then she just said that, obviously, what she said was, you know, we can go further in Scotland, but I think she's really just given everyone permission to do what they were already doing, um, it just means now you can go to Inverness and get a haircut and not have to keep an edgy when you're, when you're driving, looking out for the, the police, but we're almost at the, we're almost at the end of this and I'm looking at this purely from a fitness point of view. Um, we are just looked at my what, my screen here. I've got a big scratch on it. I don't know how the hell I've got it. Um, we're almost at the end of this. We have got Friday, Saturday, and then all of next week. Training. They're like training days. So we've got seven training days left before we can get back into it and get back into the swing of things. Um, lots of exciting things happening. In terms of EK, what's happening at EK Fitness Centre, there's a lot of things happening behind the scenes that hopefully we can share with everyone once everything's signed, sealed and delivered. Um, so that's quite good. Everything got put in motion on Tuesday, so it's now just a waiting game to, to see what happens. So, one, one kind of, this has been a sort of common theme and topic that has crept up with members over the years um, but I think with lockdown over the year <laughs> that it's it's been something that you can that, that we've been able to spend more time on I've personally spent a hell of a lot more time working on improving this um, and that is like improving your sleep really um, it's probably if you're looking to maximise your results and progress in, in the gym, when the gym's open back up, then, you know, you could be missing out on a key area that's really going to help make huge progress. Um, sleep is something that we could all do with more of. That, that's like a given. I've never heard anyone say, I've had too much sleep. Like, never in my life have I ever heard anyone say, I've had too much sleep. It's, it's just... I don't want to say, oh, aye, it's, it's magic. But sleep, the, the things sleep can do for you are um, are phenomenal. And, you know, you would always, people would be like, oh, I'm too busy, I've, I'm out and about, and I'm, I'm always rushing about. But like I said, lockdown has, has given us the time that we can then devote to working on certain things. Um, it's, it's been quite good to, to see, you know, friends and members in the gym and things like that. They've been doing a lot of, like, work on self-development and, and working on certain aspects of things and building new habits, you know, or working on current habits to try and improve them. Um, 
<clears throat> and sleep has been one of them that has been like a, a common a common debate and question about you know how do you improve your sleep you know it sounds so simple does it actually work and again you know it's this this time has given us this this lockdown has given us the time to work on it and prove to members and, and even prove to myself that oh by the way you know getting a little bit you know a little bit more sleep even if you don't get more sleep, if it's harder for you to get more sleep, then improving the quality of your sleep makes a massive difference to everything, everything in, in everyday life. So that's kind of what we're going to spend uh, spend today kind of talking about and explaining, you know, the, the negative impacts of not getting enough sleep and then what getting enough sleep can do for you. And then kind of we've had a few things that we've done with members that have really worked well. Um, that's helped them improve their sleep. So it's time to go over that as well. Just to give you some a real world advice, um, real world example, sorry, of people that we are working with to help them get their sleep better. I've also got plenty of water today. What's the weather all about? The sunshine is phenomenal. So when it comes to sleep, when you don't get enough sleep or when you get a lack of sleep, what happens is this lack of sleep it sends a stress hormone throughout your body and it can you know whether this is true or not it's I mean there's a number attached to it but you've got to take these things with a pinch of salt but there was a there was a rough study done that was saying that your body will send a stress hormone a signal throughout your body telling you that you know it has to hold on to fat because it needs to use that uh, as energy, I'm, I'm just trying to read this here from, from my screen. I'll read it word for word what it says and then we'll try and dissect it. Lack of sleep sends a stress hormone signal throughout your body telling it to hold on to fat to use as energy. Fat loss can increase up to 55% through sufficient sleep. So if, what that's basically saying is, is if you don't get enough sleep, your your stress levels in your body heighten. And when you, so cortisol, um, your body produces more cortisol which can make it harder to lose weight if that is your goal. Um, whereas if you are getting enough sleep, then you can increase your chances of losing fat by 55%. So with um, so let's think about how you feel when you don't get enough sleep, right? So when you wake up, you're tired. Are when you're tired and you're you know groggy and foggy and all that sort of stuff, are you likely to jump out of bed, run downstairs and make a healthy breakfast and start your day off on a positive note. Chances are you're not. Let's say you're, let's take us in like a normal day life so we're not in lockdown, right? We're going to work. You've had a shit night's sleep or you've, you've been up binging. I'm trying to watch on Netflix now that everyone's in about. It's not on Netflix but Line of Duty, that's, that's one thing I keep seeing people talk about. No idea what it is but I've seen a lot of it on Facebook. So let's say you're watching loads of that. You don't get to bed till well after midnight. Your alarm goes off at half six, you snooze it, you stroll out your bed late, rushing about the house, trying to get to work, and then you go buy Greg's. <clears throat> and Greg's have always got a dynamite offer on. Rolling sausage, rolling bacon and a coffee for two twenty. You're probably gonna go for that rather than just getting the coffee when you go in because you are tired, you've not had your breakfast, you're thinking shit, I've not eaten, so I better just get something quick and I'll just grab that. Cause it's already there. So you are kind of starting your day off not on the best foot. 
Not that there's anything wrong with a, a rolling square, but you know, you don't want to be doing that every day. And then as the day progresses, because you've not kind of started your day off on the right foot, you know, it can, you know what it's like when you when you sleep in, you, and, or you've not had a great night's sleep, and you're rushing about in the morning, that, that kind of, that feeling of rushing about just sort of slides into the rest of your day. You, you know, loads of people will sleep in and they'll, they'll just think that they're, or they feel that the rest of their day is totally knocked off track. At least that's how I feel when, when I've slept in before. Um, you just kind of feel like you're constantly chasing your tail. And I also notice that when I'm doing that, my choices throughout the day are just whatever because you just constantly feel like you're rushing. So you just grab whatever you can grab in terms of food. Um, you end up drinking too much coffee. You maybe not get enough water in. So, you know, if you're not getting enough water in, then, you know, around about two, three o'clock, that was always the sort of time where I kind of started to feel like I could just nod off and go to sleep. But on the days that, you know, I am drinking plenty of water, I don't have that sort of afternoon crash as much. So, let's then say, if, if, you know, if you get your sort of, you get a good sleep, you wake up, you feel, you feel better after a good night's sleep. You kind of wake up in, in more, of a, more of a positive mood. So you're not rushing about as much because you've not squeezed that extra 15, 20 minutes in in the morning. So you can then spend that time getting ready, getting organised and, and leaving the house in a, in a more calm state rather than rushing about. But, sorry guys, my kids are screaming in the background and I have no idea what it is. I can't wait till the schools go back. Can't wait. That's when my Easter holiday starts when the kids go back to school. So, like I said, it's something that I personally have been putting a lot of focus on during lockdown is working on kind of de-stressing and, and trying to make sure that I'm hitting minimum six hours of sleep most nights. I say six hours because that's that I feel that if I don't get six hours, then I don't feel as good. But anything above six hours, I sort of feel a bit more, a bit more alert. I don't, I don't crash as much in the afternoon. I feel that my decision making's better. I'm not as foggy. My day just flows better when I'm getting at least six hours of sleep a night. Now, previously, I would, I would, I would go maybe four and a half hours, five hours a night, because I would be in the gym, working till you know half nine, ten o'clock at night. Especially with all the COVID stuff when we open back up, the cleaning that we were having to do. So, the, you know, the, the football team would come in, they would train, they would leave about half nine, quarter past nine. Then I was then having to spend half an hour, 45 minutes to clean the entire gym before being back in on the next morning at five o'clock for the session. So I wasn't getting home till after 10. You know, some nights I hadn't had my dinner, so I was then eating late. I was then, you know, and, and because I just finished work, I was wired, I was awake. So trying to de-stress and get to sleep was really, really hard. So I was maybe getting to sleep at half 11, 12 o'clock, and then my alarm was going off at quarter past four for work the next day, and that was every single day. That went on for years. Um, and I did, I, but I burnt it out. I burnt myself at both ends, um, and I was feeling worse for it. But see, because I was doing it for so long, I didn't know any different, you know? So I would then binge my sleep at the weekend, and that made me feel worse because my body was used to, sorry, my body was used to getting that amount of sleep that see the weekend when I was like doubling that amount of sleep, I didn't know how to handle it, so the only way I could describe it is I would wake up hungover, but over lockdown, I've, I'm not working late into the night, uh, and I'm 
and I'm not having to get up at the crack of dawn because the sessions are a little bit later in the morning. So I'm getting better sleep and I now know what it feels like to not wake up feeling groggy and, and, and feeling foggy because I've had over a year for my body to, to sort of adjust to to this sleep routine and this sort of sleep pattern, if you will. Um, and, you know, I've got in the habit of as soon as I get up in the morning, I'm drinking, you know, half a litre of water straight away. So 500 mils of water straight away. Those that do the Zoom class in the morning will always see a coffee appear. Um, and that's that's how my day starts. But if it doesn't start like that, it's more the water than anything. Then, you know, because you you're, you're probably one of your most dehydrated states when you wake up in the morning. Most people, the first thing they do is they grab coffee. But I like to make sure I've got water. just to, and, and it's just a good habit to get into because, again, we could drink more water. We all need to drink more water. And this is just a good habit. Um, to sort of add into things and again I keep repeating it lockdown has that's what's allowed me to, to to work on these little things and it's the little things that make a huge difference my phone is buzzing in the background that's that's an annoying noise should I put it on do not disturb so where were we um, so yeah I've, I've been focusing on getting six hours sleep at least um, again I've got young kids my wee boy James, he gets up with me at half four pretty much every morning. Sometimes he'll sleep at five, but he's always up early. Um, so, you know, even on days that I'm not working, I'm still up early because, you know, James will get up and, and he'll want to do whatever. He's, he's getting to the age now where he can sort of do his own thing. But what I'm trying to say is, is that, like, you know, people go, you need to get seven, six, seven, eight hours sleep a night. That's, that in an ideal world, yes, but we don't live in an ideal world, all right? Not everyone can get that amount of sleep. If you've got young kids, if you've just had a baby, things like that, if you're working shifts, it's very, very hard to, to, to get those, get that amount of sleep in. Now, instead of trying to force yourself and think, I must get that, and, you know, if you are up at five o'clock in the morning and then you've got to get your eight hours sleep, so, you know, you're, you're having to go to your bed at eight o'clock at night, you know, that that's, that, that, that's fine if you can manage that and you can sustain that, but you might not be able to always manage that. So it's then, how can we maximise the sleep that we get, or the amount of sleep that we get, how can we maximise that and improve the quality of it? And there are ways that you can do it. There, there are ways that you can do it. Um, but there's, there's also, by improving the quality of your sleep or improving the amount of sleep that you get, the benefits that you get from it, and it's just this one thing, getting more sleep, it's the knock-on effect that that then has on the rest of your day. And the biggest thing is you're going to have more energy, right? And more energy, if you think about it, like we spoke earlier on, like if, you've not, if you're tired and you're sluggish and you're not feeling great, you are, your decision-making is not going to be as best, especially when it comes to nutrition, because you just want comfort food. You just want something that's quick, simple, easy, and it ticks a box. But nine times out of ten, it's not the best. It's not going to be the most nutritious food that you should be eating to help you with your goals all right but when you've got more energy you are you're not as foggy in the brain you're more clear and you're going to have more of a, a sort of spring in your step so you're likely to make better decisions throughout the day and by making better decisions throughout the day it's going to help you feel better because you're going to be working toward you're going to be taking one step closer towards your goals rather than, you know, grabbing a Greg's and then you're going to a deli for your lunch and then you're getting a takeaway for your dinner and, and things like that. You're going to make better decisions throughout the day, which, like I said, are going to help you get closer 
to your goals, you're going to have more energy to train. So if you've got more energy to train, you can, you know, do more during your session. You can lift more weight, do more sets, do more reps, run longer, you know, add extra time onto your workout. You know, you might work out in the morning and then have energy to go for a, a walk at night time. Again, and they're all things that you're quite literally taking a step closer towards your goals. And it all comes back from having more energy. You know, you can play with your kids more, you know, um, run about the park and, and things like that with the kids going down, run up and down the chutes or, you know, playing hide and seek. Fucking hell, man, what a game that is when you try to play that with a six-year-old. My God. The one thing you've been doing, but is going down to, the, down to the gym and having a Nerf gun fight. That, that should be a sport. See, if that was a sport, I would be all over that. Um, I love a Nerf gun fight with James. <clears throat> I need to get myself safety goggles like him, though. Because he shit keeps shooting me in the eye and it hurts. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I digress on that. So, what I'm kind of trying to say is, is that, you know, by improving your sleep or getting more sleep, the one major thing you're going to have is you're going to have more energy. And then it's, it's, that's, the, that's the first domino. So, when that one knocks over, it then just starts to knock over all the other dominoes and, and line things up so that they're in a more positive state and so that you become, you know, I'm trying to think how we put this, like you are, you're more clear on what you want to achieve, but all you're really doing is you're just fixing, or not fixing, but you're just improving on one thing, so you're not, you know, you're not trying to improve on your, you're not trying to get more sleep, you're not trying to track all your food and, you know, hit your steps every day, think about your training and think about what you've got to cook for your dinner and think about what the kids have got coming up and all these sort of things. If you try and think about all that, you're just going to overwhelm yourself. Whereas if you then break it down and say, right, what is the one thing that if I do right now is going to improve and positively impact everything else? And what we're talking about today is that one thing is your sleep. If you focused on that one thing, your sleep, improving it, that's the knock-on effect it's going to have on everything that you do in life. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of talking about this from a personal perspective and, and it's what's helped me, but also the members that we were working with just now through lockdown and uh, the Zoom sessions and, and all that sort of stuff is that they are finding that by having a, <clears throat> what we call like a bedtime routine, you sound like it's a kid you're dealing with, um, but when you kind of get over that and, and you think about having like a, a routine, I mean you have a routine for everything really, so why not have a routine for your bedtime? When you have that, then it, it improves your sleep tenfold, Okay. So, I need to get a drink here, and hopefully my kids don't keep shouting. You guys might not even hear the kids, but I literally feel like they're standing right next to me. So with your with your bedtime routine, there's there's a few things that we have we have experimented with. Some have worked really well, some haven't worked really well. And again, see the ones that work really well, they're quite simple to do. So it's not like you're you're, you're trying to you know, you're trying to build a pyramid here, you're literally doing a couple of things, or even just one thing. That's a small, and, I, and I'm going to explain the one thing that I've done that's then, like, like getting more energy, that's one thing has then knocked everything else into place. So obviously, I, I, I've, I've got a bedtime routine and I've explained this with the members and, and encouraged them to, to have one as well. And the first thing that I have done or the, the one thing, sorry, that I've done is reduce screen time um, before bed. So easily an hour before my bed, I am reducing the amount of, you know, usually phones and, and things like that and laptops. 
and by doing that, you know, it's, it's helped improve everything because it would start off with, um, well, my phone, my phone goes on Do Not Disturb at 8 o'clock every night. Every night without fail for the last eight years, my phone goes on Do Not Disturb. The only people that can phone me or my phone will alert me is my wife and my mum. Everyone else, um, and Amy, um, everything else is, um, it, uh, my phone won't alert me. So if my wife needs to get a hold of me for anything, if she's held up at work or whatever, my mum needs to get in touch with me. Um, if Amy needs to get in touch with me through the gym, they'll, they'll get through. But anything else, I don't see it unless I actively go and check my phone. So that was the first thing that I'd done. Um, I've got an email, HMRC. Nope, don't need help. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Bastard emails through me there. <laughs> I'm just going to put my laptop on, do not stop here. Do not stop for an hour. There we go, so I've got no more beeps. So yeah, that was the first thing that I'd done, was put my phone on, do not disturb. Then, that was fine, and that kind of became a routine, and like I said, I've been doing that for eight years. It was then reducing my screen time. So if I was going to my bed at 10 o'clock, I would try and not have my phone on me. It wasn't always possible, right? Because like I said earlier on, I would be working till quarter past nine, half past nine, you know, cleaning the gym, catching up on emails, messages from check-ins and all that sort of stuff. So I didn't always manage it but I would try my best to reduce the screen time. And one thing I'd done with that was when the, the, the you know, I don't know what model of phones it was, but they came out with the, like the blue light function. So it kind of dims the brightness on your on your phone, kind of makes everything a bit more yellower on your on your screen. Oops, just smacked my microphone. Um, that helps um, with the blue light because that can affect just your sleeping pattern as well. There's dark modes on phones now that you can have that on. Again, when my phone goes on do not disturb, it automatically schedules to switch to dark mode as well. And then I would say over the last over the last six weeks I've actually been switching my phone off at nine o'clock. Phone goes off at nine o'clock and I bought an alarm clock because I've use the excuse, oh, I need my phone for my alarm and you know, it would be so easy just to check it every now and again, and then before you know it, I'm, I'm kind of getting out of this bad, uh, bad habit again. So my phone to get switched off at nine o'clock. And another thing to think about it as well, our phones must be the only things that never get powered off. Like at the end of the night, we switch our laptops off. At the end of the night, we switch our television sets off. But we never switch our phones off. They're always, always, always on. So I switch my phone off every night for the last sort of six weeks. And like I said, I've said to Kathleen, I, go, I can't switch my phone off in case someone needs me. I could probably count with two fingers the amount of times my phone's actually went and it's been anything urgent. And it's never been until, it's not been at like, you know, ridiculous hours at the night. So you don't need my phone on. You know, if people really need you, like, they, they know where I live so they can come and get me. <laughs> so that that's, so without going off on a tangent, as you can see, like the, the bedtime routine, so the, the reducing the screen time, that was the first domino. So once I started to, you know, put my phone on do not disturb, that then that was the first domino that fell. Then the next one after that was reducing my screen time. And then along with that it then became the blue light function in a dark mode and then it became switching my phone off. Now that's me going an hour before I usually go to my bed that I would be spending scrolling through social media, whatever, you know, watching telly, Netflix, shit like that. So I've got this time left in my hands. So I've got an extra hour to go to my bed. 
right? That that's that is like the the ultimate thing. That was like the final domino crashing down. I had this extra 30, 45, 60 minutes. So I just got to my bed earlier. Now I don't always fall asleep right away because I'm read. I I always read before bed. It's a habit my mum instilled in me was to, to read before bed. Um, I didn't always do it as a kid. In fact, I didn't really do it a hell of a lot. It wasn't until I got, you know, older that, you know, I, I started to do more of it. So I always read before bed. So I'm going to my bed some nights. It's like, I was in my bed for quarter to nine last night. But most nights I'm in bed now, we locked down, I'm in bed for about nine o'clock, sleeping for half nine. So I'm getting more sleep. And it all came from... Like, this routine of, you know, doing one thing, which was putting my phone on, do not disturb. And then it was reducing my screen time. So the one thing was, what began with my phone, and it's now, I've now been able to build that up to actually have my phone switched off. So I don't have my phone, I don't even, I don't even have it in the room. I leave it down the stairs. I don't, because I don't need it. And I don't have the iPads on. We don't have a telly in our bedroom, nothing like that. Um... My wife would fall asleep at the drop of a hat, and she usually does when she goes to her bed. So um, I can I can read my book and, and things like that. So yeah, that's that's been the that's been the routine that I follow. And when it comes to our members, we always say to them, you need to get a bedtime routine that works for you. Now this one works for me just now because of lockdown. This will probably have to be tweaked when when the gyms open back up because we're going to be I'm going to be coaching later at night now. So. You know, it's, it's going to have to be tweaked slightly. But right now, that's what works for me. And what we've said to members is, find one that works for you. And the one thing that they've all done and found massive benefits with is reducing their screen time. Putting their phone on, do not disturb. That's been the biggest thing that members that have tried it and have stuck with it and it's worked and they're not missing it at all. So again, they're having this extra 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes in their night that... They can then use to read, sleep. Some of them are doing stretching routines and mobility because it's it's something that we could all again be doing more of. So they're like, well, I've got this time in my hands now. So they're starting to build these habits up. So I was going to say something and I've lost it. Oh, I can see these kids are mine. They're screaming in the background. I wish they would just be quiet. But I've started recording, so I need to finish it. So yeah, that that's the kind of the, So think of one thing, right? And my one thing... Is different from your one thing, and your one thing will be different from mine. So you need to think about something that you can do. Now it does make it make it specific for you. Now it doesn't have to be because what someone else has done, or what I'm talking about, or what you've seen on in, online or whatever. Pick pick something that you know that you can do and stick to, and and build up into a habit, and then start to notice the effects that that one thing is having on everything else in your day, and you'll be you'll be amazed at how much better you feel purely from getting like an extra half an hour sleep a night, even if it is, if you can get half an hour um, a night sleep, that's over three hours a week sleep extra that you're getting, and then again you just build it up and build it up and build it up from there, um, and try and think about having your bed, bedroom is a place that you go to sleep, and not just an extension of your living room with your telly on, or your iPad on, or your phone, or things like that, you know, you want your bedroom to be a place where you go, right, this is where I go, and I'm out for the count and I'm, and I'm sleeping. So I like my bedroom pitch black. Pitch stinking black. Not a tiny light, I hate it. Um, so I like my room pitch black and I love it cold. I don't think my bedroom window's ever been shut. Ever been shut. 
Um, it's always open. Don't like it being too warm. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing that we do in our um, just to kind of set set your bedroom up and your environment. You know, you work on your environment everywhere else. You know, your working environment, your training environment. You work on all of that. So again, like you know, your your bedtime routine and your environment there should be exactly the same thing. Have an environment that works for you. If I really could, my environment would be a single bed. I fucking love a single bed. Because my wife just snores like a rhino. And she just... She twitches like mad. So like it's almost like she's always falling off an elevator shaft. And it drives me around the bend. And it upsets the dogs. They start barking. They start jumping about the room. See if I could get a single bed in that bedroom, I'd be happy. That would sort my environment out. Um... <laughs> See if she listens to this, she's gonna go nuts because I'm always say joking. What do you want for your birthday? I, say, I want a single bed so I can get better sleep. Um, so yeah, set your environment up in your bedroom to work for you. You know, have it a place that isn't just going to be another bit where you can, you know, go up the stairs and lie in your bed and on your phone and on your iPad and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's it's a place where you go to switch off, downtime, sleep. All right, guys. So that I can't believe I've spent half an hour. Half an hour talking about sleep. My God, what is lockdown done to us? So I hope that's kind of helped you um, in terms of, you know, sleep is just one facet of fitness, right? There's, there's loads of different components that make up fitness, but sleep is one thing. Like, you know, think of sleep as like your, your step count and see if, you, see if you're consistently hitting your 10,000 steps. You're being as active as possible. That's going to make massive changes when it comes to getting results and, and working towards your goals. Sleep is the exact same thing. It's something that is, it's not hard to do. You know, walking out a 20 minute walk isn't hard to do. Getting to your bed 20, 30 minutes earlier is not hard to do. Yes, it requires a wee bit of discipline and it'll, it'll be a wee bit of a challenge at the start to break all these bad habits. But ultimately, over the long term, it's going to stand you in good stead for, you know, being happier, healthier and living longer, you know. Sleep is the business, so to speak. So, I am not going to bore you guys with much more uh, sleep chat because that's, that's half an hour. That's about 15 minutes longer than I was expecting this to go for. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go and see what the kids are up to. We need to go and get dog food. That's the extension of our day. And I've got a washing to hang out. Because this is this is this is washing weather. When the weather's like this, you can't even get a wee washout. I'm going to cut the grass and I'm going to wash the cars. No training for me today. Um, train yesterday. Going to have a day off today, and then we'll be back in tomorrow. Training, getting the gym ready for for everyone coming on the on the twenty six, which I'm proper excited about. It's going to be good fun, and fingers crossed we don't have to go through this mess and carry on again. Fingers, fingers crossed. So if there's anything that you want me to talk about more in the podcast, if there's anything, you know, that I'm, that you don't enjoy, you know, good feedback, bad feedback, I like it all. Um, so yeah, I'm going to shoot and I shall see you all on the next episode. Take it easy, guys.